back. We are back. Welcome back to Talk Silky to Me. I'm your host, Nat, joined by my co-host, brother. Silky. Yeah, we're back to this, guys. We're back. Oh, man. Back to this. Oh, Nancy G, what is happening? What is happening? What's good? What's good, people? Uh, yo. It's been a while, eh? Hey, it's man. Been a freaking uh, while. My emails, my IG, my phone has been going ballistic. I mean, it seems like World War Three is happening. People are like, when is season two coming out? Yeah. <laughs> We're here, we're here, we're people. Here. Yeah, we're we gonna do season two. We are. We're gonna do it bigger, we better. Uh, we're gonna dive into a lot more topics. Natty G uh, is gonna tell us some more about her love life. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's so funny i was like i bet you uh, this uh, this episode the first episode back we're gonna start talking about my damn love life <laughs> you're right absolutely right i gotta live vicariously through you so we gotta we gotta find out what is popping there oh, we're also gonna get through uh people we're gonna start getting into uh sports entertainment news we're gonna yeah. give you something a little special a little different for season two so stay tuned yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? So, uh, what up? What's going on? Oh man, fill us in. What's hey, your life? You know, hey, yeah, the break, the break has been all right, you know. Um, okay, so I've been diving more uh, uh, into the clothing side of yeah. my businesses. Um, you're gonna be seeing oh, a lot of things popping off right now, ordering chaos clothing. Uh, www.recognizetheorder.com. Uh, that's going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thanks to the almighty, things have been doing really, really well. Ladies, I heard you cry. There's a lot more things coming out there for you. Um, other businesses have been a little slow. I mean, COVID is not the COVID best. is still COVID. Yeah. Not the best. Uh, Duck Ford uh, has slowed down a lot of progress. What's happening in Ontario? Uh, I've heard a lot of people uh, complaining about uh, getting out the pitchforks and the fire sticks and calling them a witch. <laughs> um, yeah, but people, we're gonna be getting into politics this season also, so stay tuned. Um, and, and remember to uh, hit us up uh, email me at gmail.com. Also on Twitter, right? Also on IG. Talk silky to me, man. So, Nat, okay. First question of the day. We here. Shoot it out. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. The first question that is on everybody's mind. How's your dating life? It's on everybody's mind. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to know. Okay. (laughs) Um, honestly, I've been ridiculously busy. Um, for those who remember, I was doing my finals for school. Um, last season, which is one of the reasons why I desperately needed this break. Um, past that, so we're good. 
and work got super hectic with this entire pandemic and it just got crazy busy so I haven't like had conversations with anybody I stopped getting to know people I just have been super busy but guess what your girl's glowing so she's happy what she's happy y'all yeah wait 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 she's happy. wait wait usually when people are glowing is because something is happening you're, you're saying nothing is happening. That's why you're glowing. Yeah. Your girl is happy and she is great in her own company and she is doing wonderful. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll leave that. We'll leave that. <laughs> we'll leave that. Second question is yeah, yeah. how's work? Because you got, I'm, I'm proud to say uh, my, my homegirl, Natty G, got a, a, a brand new gig, a brand new job, boss status. Yeah. So she started that new. Uh, yeah. So how's that going? Yeah, so work has been really well. Um, unfortunately, I only lost one client during this month um, that passed away. But besides that, uh, and it had nothing related to do with COVID. But besides that, everything has been busy, hectic, trying to sort out whatever Mr. Ford is doing. Um, but it, it's you know, taking it one step at a day or one step at a time. And we're trying to get our ducks in a row, but we've been doing really well. So Okay, cool. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Ford, Mr. Ford decided that uh, on the weekend he was going to open up outdoor sports. Um, it, Honestly, I think everybody's been bypassing that anyways, way before he even announced what, it. What's funny to me is he was just opening up uh, golf courses and tennis courts. Rich white yeah. people things. And I'm not saying black people don't do that. I'm not saying that uh, Chinese people don't do it and Indian people don't do it. But let's be honest, you know, the majority of people who do those things are Caucasian, yeah. you know, and they like and it was funny. Yeah. Like at this point, like Doug Ford just can't hide what he's doing. You get what I mean? Like, you know, the the pockets of his people are getting fatter. The demands of his people are being known, and he's fulfilling those. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, he really just doesn't care about um, people of color. It's just it, it. It's actually uh, sickening at this point what he's doing. Um, but again, people, yeah. I will say this: um, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all from the very beginning. Why on earth would you want to take out the Liberal Party? No offense to the NDP, no offense to the Green Party, no offense to anybody else. But the Liberal Party, if you're in Canada and you're colored, they helped our parents out. They helped us out greatly. Um, and they would do way better yeah. than anybody else. So I beg people, I was like, I get you may not like everything Kathleen Wynne has done. I get you may not have liked everything that the liberal government has done, but no government will satisfy everybody 100%. But you got to look at the percentages. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to look at the percentages, man. And percentages say that black people have thrived better with the liberal government than anybody else. Doug Ford. Uh, I think. I think. I think after this, yeah. after this entire situation and how he's handled it, I think a lot of people have come to their or came to their senses of understanding that he's not the right fit. 
it, what 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 kills me? But yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. I I hope people came to the senses, but I don't know. What kills me is the guy. Um, yeah. The guy was campaigning on a dollar beer. He said, "Hey, let's bring back a dollar beer. Vote for me." I swear to you, people, go back uh, YouTube. You check out his campaign promises. He said, "I'm gonna bring back a dollar beer. People need that." He, <laughs> he <laughs> I, it, it kills me that people are like they would rather hate on the people who were in party for something so minuscule, and then love on a guy that couldn't even make mayor. Remember, people, he decided to campaign for mayor, and he got beat. So if he can't run the city, how... well, he remember he's yeah he's riding on the tail of his his dead. Brother. I know, but if he can't win the city, why on earth would you vote him in to run the province? And 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 I want everybody to understand this thing, man. A lot of people they're like you know they hate on Justin Trudeau, they hate on Doug Ford. Granted, you guys are able to have your own minds and everything else, but just like here in the states. Mm-hmm. Where the governors run the state, the premiers run the provinces. Nine, yeah. 98% of what is happening has fallen on Doug Ford's shoulders. So y'all remember that the next time y'all go out to vote. I'm just saying, you know, you, you ain't got to believe me. I'm just saying, do your own research and find out what's happening. So, yeah. With that said, a lot of people got to get out on the weekend outside, go do some golf or tennis. What did you do, Natty G? Any of those? Absolutely not. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I believe that golf is a sport that you stand up and drink all day, get drunk, enjoy the sun, and try to shoot whatever the hell you're shooting into somebody's hole. Not just the hole in the floor. Whoa, somebody's whoa, hole. Somebody's whoa, hole. <laughs> whoa. 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 Mm. That's, whoa. That's what I believe. Okay. All right. And then you have. Whoa. You have tennis. I don't know how. No. Yeah. I'm not about that life either. Tennis seems very. Uh, I don't know. It's not. I don't see it being a lit sport. I can't see how people enjoy tennis. I could say, growing up, I was a all around athlete. I played every sport and I excelled. Did you play know. tennis? I here's the thing. I excelled in every sport except for tennis. I'm telling you, man. I was an <laughs> angry black man. I was an angry black man. I cannot put that top spin. On that ball. I, man, people be hitting that ball to me, and when I hit that back, it went all the way to Pennsylvania. Like, I just, it, it just skyrocketed. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't control it. I, it was in Switzerland sometimes. The first ball in the moon That's must have been. strong. Okay, I think I'm telling a lot you, of people would enjoy the fact that you can, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you what's going to, what's going to happen is Toxilkin to me is coming to YouTube, and I'm telling you right now. Uh, I'm going on a tennis court so y'all can see exactly what I mean. I suck. I can't I, wait I, to see this foolishness. Holy yeah, crap. I, I suck. It, no, it's going to be even worse now because, you know, I'm fat. So I don't even know if I'll be able to reach the ball. Uh, how is, not... how is a, okay, but how has the progress been going? You look like okay. you've been doing well. 
Okay, first of all, first of all, like, okay, we gonna get into this. We gonna get into Brother Silky's weight loss journey. Okay. I, I try to get, I try to get away from that. I try to get away from that. No, but whatever. you brought it up okay. on yourself. This sounds okay. like this sounds like you did a little like dialing back a bit. What happened? First, first of all, it wasn't dialing. I, I, I skydived, skydived all the way back. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I woke up one day. You were I woke doing up. So well. I'm t- hey, let me tell you something. Okay, so to be honest, I lost. I, I lost a few pounds. I still did lose a few pounds. Um. I'm doing okay, but there was a period of like three weeks where I was just like, um, the inner fat man, um, was beating up the inner skinny guy and the inner fat man won the battle. So, uh, I've been eating mad. Your technologies are so. (laughs) I, 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 yeah, I'm telling you, man, I've been eating mad carbs. When I mean mad carbs, I mean, it's been ferocious. Yo, I found this donut spot. And here's the thing, people. It's not like Tim uh, Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts. Like a real donut. You know where they make the fresh, real stuff? Hey, man, this Filipino, they like donuts. Oh, my goodness, man. They make these donuts. Yeah, and they, re- they do bar oh, and desserts, it, yeah. And, it, and it's hot. It's like, woo-wee. I be eating that. Uh, people, I discovered Wendy's breakfast again. <laughs> when <it>, chicken, <laughs> chicken biscuit. Whoa, honey butter biscuit. Whoa, wow. When did you have breakfast? What? Oh, my goodness. I don't know if they have it in Canada. But here, Wendy's breakfast is the number one breakfast in America. I like to put that out there. Wendy's, Wendy's, if y'all need us to advertise, let us know. Uh, The honey butter chicken biscuit. The honey butter chicken biscuit is out of this world. Okay? It's it's, it's a chicken filet on this biscuit with honey butter. And I always add an egg. Why? Because I'm Jamaican. So, you know, we need a fried egg sandwich. So, um, so I added a fried egg. <laughs> I added a fried egg on uh, the chicken biscuit. And I'm telling you right now, man, I don't even leave the parking lot by the time that, 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 that be out. Okay. <laughs> you just done it in there. <laughs> and, and then, you know, what's so worse? You know, what's the worst about black people is that we eat things and they're hot. But we burn ourselves all the time. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm driving and I bite yeah. into the thing and I'm like, I, 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 it's like yeah. you're talking to tongue. Still, like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. You still and, have to like dive down I'm, into it. I'm still diving into it. I'm still eating it and I finish that. Uh, and then another thing I discovered is Hardy's, uh, Hardy's chicken sandwich. Yes, people. Fat. Oh, the, I heard about that place. The inner fat boy has come out. Uh, viciously uh this chicken sandwich out of this world this hardy's you know okay, how they wait, have a wait, chicken wait. sandwich I, more? Like I have to take i have to take i feel like i have to take responsibility for this because here's why here's why okay okay, okay. We were yes recording, it's your fault when we were recording yeah we were doing this thing of i mean i was like working out all the time i was doing right whatever. we were holding each other accountable yes yeah, and then as soon as we stopped, to be honest, I stopped a little bit too. Okay. So I was yep. doing three workouts a week, and then I okay. went down to one workout a week. That's right. Yep, it's your fault because and I it's mean, been walk- three or four. Yeah, of course you're trying to you're trying to put the blame on me, but deep down we know that inner fat boy was like beating up the inner skinny. Let me tell you something. I, I, I don't even, even walk and exercise like I used to. It's bad. It's it's bad. But I will say this. I, I will say. Okay. Um, I still been. 
exercising here and there. I, I haven't completely gone off the deep end, but um, I'm wading in the water right now. W wading in the water. I've decided uh, this week that I'm going to start back. You know, Talk Silky go has, right back to it. Silky yeah. has helped me. I'm going right back to eating carrot sticks and celery sticks. So, um... <laughs> 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 oh my goodness yeah uh people oh, carbs are from the devil i'll tell you that it's it is vicious yeah, out sure. there. when you taste one carb it's like you going off the deep end but uh thank god that uh toxic enemy is back and i can go right back to uh faking the funk and losing some weight thank you appreciate you you're so funny yeah i appreciate you <laughs> Ah, well, there's so much news that's been going on. Yep. Uh, hold, on, and... hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this right, okay? Let's do this right. Let okay. So we gonna come in with news of the week, all right? But but listen, I'm I'm gonna need some okay, news of the month. Jesus yeah, Christ. I'm gonna need some music to back this up. All right. So <laughs> here's the opening. Here's the opening. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, hey, 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 North America and worldwide, we are here to present Nutty G's News of the Week. Quick, 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 quick. Nutty G, what we got going on? Okay, yo, so uh, Nicki Minaj is back in the scene. Homegirl retired, then she's back out. I'm a little confused by that. Okay, so people people have been going off on the internet, which is weird because again, I don't pay attention. But I, yeah. I heard people saying that Nicki Minaj is back with an album. I'm confused because yeah. the album is old. Yeah. So basically, it's the is it Beam Me Up, Scotty? Yeah. So she came out with these old rap songs, and there's actually only two songs that are new. And it's going green with Drake and um, Lil Wayne and her and this other one. However, I think the old songs that she had were never actually able to be downloaded or um, viable. And so she just posted this or put it in one album and then just called it a day. So that was her coming out of retirement of whatever. And that's pretty much it. Do I care for the album? Not really. Is it good to see her back? Kind of, sort of. I'm not really a Nicki fan, but I, I listen to her stuff because it's catchy. Uh, does she look good? Absolutely. But that's pretty much it. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to go on record as saying I'm never, ever going to say anything against Nicki Minaj uh, bad because I've seen what Lil Nas uh, did. And, and these people called what are they called? Little Barb's Barbie dolls. Uh, Barb's, Kim, yeah. yeah, Barb's uh, decided to go after him. So um, I like my life. Uh, <laughs> you but, just don't want to even go there. Nah, I don't know. People on the internet go crazy for these celebrities, eh? Ah, uh, uh, no. So it's better I just don't say anything. I will say though. I will say. My homegirl sent me this picture of Nicki Minaj, and I was like, I don't know who that is, but that's like one of the finest women I've ever seen in my entire life. She took this amazing picture, and I mean, she looked yeah. cra she looked crazy sexy. I was I was in shock. I was like, now that's Nicki. 
That's me. Yeah, she looks really good. I'm not even gonna lie to you. She looks really good. She looks yeah, like, very, very good. I love the new yeah, look. Like, I love everything. Like her body, her body fits. Yeah, now it fits. Before I don't know what was happening, but everything is looking nice. I don't know um, what happened before. All I know is now. I just know now. Uh, Barb's. I just know now. Okay, go Nikki. Go Barb's. Go. That's it. <laughs> um. Second thing, I don't know if you know Portia Williams or is that her name? Yeah, Portia Williams. You know Portia? You live in Atlanta. You have to know Portia. Portia from what? Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay, yeah, that yeah. That yeah. trifling girl. That trifling, okay. trifling heifer. Okay, Dang, okay. People, people have been talking. I always catch the the tail end of it. Um. I don't really know what's happening, and I really didn't care to look into. Okay, so okay, happening? boo. Let me let me tell you what happened. All right, listen to this tea because this TV is exciting as hell. So I don't know if you remember, we had our first when we started uh, Talk Silky to Me. We did our first episode about um, have your or has your friend ever slept with one of your partners or whatever the case may be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Portia, she's friends with this uh, lady. And basically what happened is um, she was introduced to the lady's husband and they, you know, mingled, whatever the case may be. Now her friend and her have, they've been friends for years and suddenly Portia decides to get engaged to the friend's husband. They're not divorced. The friend's husband are there. Their divorce is not final. Um, So she's currently engaged to her friend's husband. You catch that? Catch that tea? So that's trifling. Wait, so she was friends with somebody and now she's engaged to the friend's husband? Engaged to the friend's husband, yeah. That same friend, yeah. She's engaged to it. the husband is not divorced from her yet, so I know people are gonna be like, No, Nat's not telling it right. No, they're not they're not divorced, they're still together. Yeah, the divorce didn't be it's not final. So yeah. Mm, yeah. I, you know, at this stage in the game, how, how old is Portia? Portia's in her 40s. She's in her 40s? And um, how old, how old yeah, is the man? And the crazy part about it... Uh, hold on, let me see. This guy's... I know he's worth like millions of dollars. Like he's worth... Oh, money. oh okay. Okay, well, that's why she did it. She did it for the money. Yeah, of course. Everybody knows that. Um, her husband or fiancé, his name is uh, Simon... Bubadia, so he's also Nigerian. <laughs> Sorry. Say that last name again. What? It's what? <laughs> he's Nigerian. Wow. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is kind of. So Portia is thirty-nine years old, so you're actually older than Portia. No, I know that one. Um. So Portia had a friend, got introduced to the friend and her husband, and and she took mm-hmm. the friend's husband. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. How come people yeah. don't believe in how come people don't believe in karma? Like they don't we 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 we're not about karma anymore. We just when it so, when it comes to money, no, when it comes to money, people will sell their souls for money. There's no karma in that. People will sell their souls for money. And the crazy part about it is her the father of her child, Portia's child, and that guy are best friends. 
So it's like a circle of nastiness. It's like choo choo. I mean, I, I, I will say this again. I tell people this all the time. When their zeros are more than mine in my bank account, I really can't say nothing. Uh, but I, I will say that karma is a biatch and um, it will come back around, especially something like that. Wait, doesn't doesn't Portia have a kid? Yes, she has a child. Yes. So her kid is seeing this? Oh, that's crazy. Like, no. It's a a mess. This whole tea, it was a mess. And I just, I wanted, I've been wanting to talk about it for the longest time. Is this real? Is this real or is this for the show? No, it's dead ass. Oh, that's crazy. See, uh, that, no, where they live, they they live, they don't live in Atlanta. They live like on, on the outskirts, so. Um, yeah, yeah, like you know, a lot of people always asking you ever you ever see these housewives and all that. Nah, you know how big Georgia is, people. Like (laughs) you, (laughs) you don't bump into people like that all the time. And was right. And on top of that, it's still COVID, people. I'm not walking around there, uh, willy nilly, freely. Like, hey, let me just walk right now. I'm not doing that. So, no, I haven't seen any of these celebrities, people. So. Y'all can stop asking me these stupid questions. Okay. Okay. So, so bad karma. Um, what's the name? Portia Williams and Simon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yo, my my. <laughs> My apologies. I don't know. I, you know, the other day I've been trying to say some African names. And I can't. I just, I, that's all I got. I, don't even I, bother. Don't even. Like, yeah, I can't. I, it, and it's no disrespect. I just really can't. I don't know. I, I'm trying. Yeah. I, I, I have to make a concerted effort to, to try to, to do it. To try. Yeah, it's hard. So I want to jump into this story because it actually, I was showing my mom this video this morning, and we were talking. I was talking about it on my Facebook yesterday. Um, so the Chicago, Illinois, or Chicago, is it Chicago? I know it happened in Illinois, but I don't want to say exactly where. I believe it's Chicago. Anyways, um, this young father basically was stopped by the police officers, um, and he had his daughter's ashes in the console of his car. And basically, he was also carrying weed, so he's a dealer. They didn't charge him for the weed or anything like that, but he had too much weed. Um, and even though weed is legal in the state of Illinois, you have to make sure that you're carrying it and dispense it in a particular way so that you don't get charged. Anyways, he has he had his daughter's ashes in his console. And basically, they, they didn't test the daughter's ashes. They just assumed it was uh, cocaine or some type of other narcotics. And... It was his daughter's ashes. Yeah, and, I saw this. I saw that story. It's messed up. And I, like, I don't know what the frig I would do. I honestly, like, every time I watch the video, just his, his cry, when he was just saying, that is so messed up. Why would you guys do that to my daughter? Give me my daughter. I was like, what is wrong with these sick 
So if you haven't seen that, guys, you need to check that out because I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, people, man. Um, the video's crazy. So he's in the back seat. They got him locked up. And he is begging them uh, to stop. The the mm-hmm. the ashes were in an urn, and these cops were laughing at the man when he told them that is my daughter. And 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 this yeah, and, and, and people, you know, I'm I'm not gonna say people, white people, um, because that's all I see right now, are really saying why would you want to defund the police? The, the thing is, yeah. if if police had some sort of intelligence, a little compassion, a little empathy, um, when policing, there'd be no issues. But they really have this like it's a dictatorship. And it's disgusting what they're doing, man. Absolutely disgusting. Like, those officers yeah. need to lose their job and go straight to jail. Like, they need to feel what he felt. It, it's disgusting. The, it, Oh, man. This thing makes my my blood boil, man. The the man was crying in the back seat. Nobody, no grown man is going to be crying for no reason like that. He's begging and pleading. And and these guys are just laughing at him. And they just throw him in the back seat and close the door. Like, it. oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah. It was a very interesting story. Yeah, people, Um, we still got to look out for each other out there, man, so. Yeah, it's not over. As much as people like to think it's over, it's not over. No. Um, what other what other stories we got? Um, the other story is Chloe <laughs> Kardashian and your boy Tristan. Tristan's from Brampton. He's half Jamaican, by the way. <laughs> so I'm kind of not surprised by his attitude and what the hell he's been doing up in these streets. He's still not faithful to Chloisha. He's out here running the game on this girl. Okay, and so she just people can't leave this this Jamaican man alone. People sent me this um, because I actually know Tristan Thompson's family. Um, so <laughs> so uh, the father's side, I should say. So they sent me updates continuously on. What Tristan is up to and everything else. Here's the thing. Um, (laughs) Okay, so I'm not excusing what Tristan has done. I'm I'm not excusing that. I I, I don't think men need to cheat or anything else like that. But I will say that karma is real. The stuff that I'm not saying that Chloe's a bad person, but she obviously took the man when he was in a relationship. Like, it's obvious. It's absolutely obvious. Whether she knew it purposely or unintentionally, she knew that he was with somebody else. Literally just had a baby. You know for a fact, homeboy still got something going on with homegirl. So, it's karma. It's unfortunate uh, that Tristan's still doing his thing. But he's still not excusing him, but he's still a young man. Uh, he's an NBA player, so it's really hard for him <laughs> with all the women that are throwing themselves at him to uh, keep his uh, ding-a-ling in his pants. The thing is... Okay, so 
I have like I have a question about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys miss this? Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So here's my thing. If you know your your husband or your boyfriend or whatever you want to call them, your situation is a rapid cheater, and you know he's doing that, right? A few weeks ago, there was this video on um on Instagram floating around about uh, cheating respectfully. So if you know your man's that type of person and basically always in these streets, are you okay with your person cheating respectfully? Like, is that something that the generation is doing now that I'm not aware of? You know, you know what I think. Uh, um, the amount of times that Tristan has cheated, I think Chloe knew that he was cheating. I just think the issue is when the world knows. Like what? Yeah. So is that classified like cheating respectfully if the world didn't know? You know, I, somebody sent me something called cheating respectfully. I don't know what cheating respectfully is. I I don't even understand that concept. I I I didn't even check what they were talking about because it didn't make any sense to me. Cheating and respectfully don't make any sense. Those two shouldn't even be in there. Like, I I, I don't get it. I, either you're in an open relationship, um, or you're not. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I get, we said this in season yeah. one. We said this in season one. Monogamy is not natural. Keep telling people this. It's not. It is not. It is hard work. Well, stay. this, yeah. It's hard work yeah. to say monogamous. It is. It's hard work. It, it 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 is a a learned behavior that needs continuous education to maintain the monogamy. I don't care what anybody says. You can disagree all you want, but figure it out. You are not born to be with one person for the rest of your life. That's not what happens. It, it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, because this was this, I wanted to save this topic really for, um, our next recording, but this topic is, has been floating around on the internet. And I was so, when I wanted to, when we were about to start recording, I was like, I sent you, you know, we should talk about this topic. Um, polygamy because nowadays i feel like that has been so much more frequent and talked about as opposed to being monogamous um so there was this video on red table talk yeah i think this is a topic that needs like a a part one and a part two yeah we we can yeah we, we, we could we could touch on it right now uh, but there's a lot of information uh, that I have that I want to give people. Um, yeah, yeah eh? <laughs> like this no, is well, I, I've been I've been in a few uh, discussions and groups um, with polygamists and people that deal with uh, palamory uh, relationships, um, and so there's a lot of information out there. I I, I will say, I will say this: polygamy. Um, I don't know if that's natural or if it's not. I just know I can't do it. I mean, okay, so I I actually know, I believe she, this person is in, no, it's definite. She's in a poly relationship. Um, I know a few people actually that I can just think off the top of my head. And no judgment to them. I think I was, I was watching this um, Red Table Talk uh, with Jada 
her mom and her daughter Willow on Facebook. And I couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, I didn't understand it. I wasn't getting it. No matter, I just can't, I don't know what it is. And no judgment or shade to anybody. But it's so interesting to me because the back of my head, I'm like, wow, a lot of people are in poly relationships and probably don't even know. So well, I, it's a well, very interesting I, topic to talk about. I mean, that's not really a poly relationship if the other person doesn't know. And it's, it's cheating. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just cheap. We can we can pretend it is. Yeah, no, no. Listen, man, I know a lot of people in poly relationships, which was surprising to me, um, because I must have played dumb for a numerous amount of years. <laughs> I, 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 you honestly, know? you know what? Honestly, I just thought the guy was just playing the field, and man, code is shut your mouth, don't say nothing. Only to realize a little while later that the women are telling me, yeah, they know everything and they're cool. And like my mouth was dropped. I'm six two. So the height that my mouth dropped all the way to the ground, oh man, it was crazy. <laughs> you know, you you would uh, you, yeah, so. you you would be surprised at how different the world is in a span of five years. No. Yeah, no, in, in a span of five years. You we're we're in two thousand we're in two thousand twenty one. I would say since two thousand fifteen. The differences in relationships in genders, in sexual orientations, is so different yeah. now. It's unbelievable. So yeah, yeah. we could, we could get into that into the uh, next episode. Uh, that'd be all right because, whew, and maybe we should get a yeah. therapist on also, so they can help us with this. Yeah, for sure. I would. I I'm down with that. Yeah. Um. Last thing I want to talk about is. Mr. Joe, Joe Biden, not Joe Biden, not money, man, not money, Joe, Joe Biden, the one that runs this podcast with, with Rory and what's his name, Mal, 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 yeah, Yeah. which has been, I, I actually got introduced to this podcast by our mutual friend and I, I liked it. I liked the podcast. I was reading or watching it on YouTube and stuff like that. And it was pretty, I, it was funny and it was interesting. But then Joe being Joe always got to mess shit up, always got to mess things up. He can never just keep his arrogance to himself. It's always something. It's always about money. He doesn't want other people to prosper. He doesn't. It just it's a lot of shit. And the fact that they have been friends for so long and this is how he went out cold. I can't respect that man. So academics, I feel like was right with the way he is. (laughs) And he just keeps shaking the table, and I don't understand what the hell is wrong with him. Well, and this was good work. I liked his podcast. Joe, Joe, Joe has actually been on the news for a couple of things, actually. Um, so the breakup of Joe, Rory, and Mel, and, and funny enough, I didn't really check out his podcast until all this transpired. Wasn't really checking it out or nothing. Uh, but you're right; it, it was a good podcast. Rory and Mal brought a little balance to it, so it was good. Um, yeah. But Joe did mess that up. But also, uh, there was a young lady who was uh, on a podcast on the Joe Budden Podcast Network um, that quit uh, because of the sexual advances of Joe. Uh, did you hear about oh, that? Yeah. Um, 
I only I know the other podcast that he was doing was uh, with Ming Lee and Karen Civil, girl boss or girl I don't know or something like that. I forgot what it's called. Um, Olivia Dope. That's crazy. Olivia Dope is her name, and she accused Joe Budden of sexual harassment. Um, and and I watched the episode of her co-host um, respond to Olivia's um, claims of sexual harassment and they didn't deny it. Oh, shit. Right. So, you know, they didn't deny it, but they gave a reason. Um, they, they said, you know what, because it was the lights and the camera, uh, Hollywood Joe is a different type of guy. He puts on extra. So he made Olivia feel uh, really uncomfortable in his advances that he was uh, bringing to her in the conversations. And that's unfortunate. I, I think, um, and not even just because of the woman movement, I, I just think uh, the way that we think now is way different um, uh, as opposed to how things were back in the day. Things that were acceptable back in the day are no longer acceptable now. So we do have to be mindful of other people's thoughts and feelings um, in regards to that. So, you know, ladies, if you are feeling uncomfortable in a situation, please speak up, tell the gentleman. Um, And and it's not to excuse them, but some men are used to certain things. Um, Getting their way. Yeah, yeah, they're used to it. And, you know, you being a different individual, they're not used to you. So speak up and let the man know from the beginning Mm -hmm. um, how you would like to be approached, how how you like to be talked to, how the conversation can progress. Uh, That way the man has an idea of how to respect your boundaries. You know, a a lot of women, and, and this is, again, no blame, but what happens are they get pursued by these men, allow the men to carry on with their antics. And at the end, ladies blow up saying this and this, you know, don't yeah. wait, don't wait, yeah. speak up right then when you're, you know, you're uncomfortable and let the gentleman know what's up. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if he takes offense, then he's not mature to handle the type of relationship or conversation that you're trying to get into. So it's a better, uh, it's better for you just to get out anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but our our our, our boy Joy, uh, Joe, he, he got himself in some predicaments there. He lost his co-host. He lost one of the members of of his show on his podcast network. So he, he's taking a couple of L's in the past couple of weeks. He's been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been doing it, but um, whatever's clever. Um. So. Yeah. So yeah, we gonna we gonna get into the topic. Um. Uh. In just a minute. Um, we're gonna talk about our sponsors, a couple sponsors that we got going on, and we'll be back with the topic. to speak about today 
dun, 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 dun. I'm so excited to see your, your reaction about these questions. Um, okay. All right. So, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so they say. I think it's over. Um, Do you? I don't think a that... lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. I don't okay. know if you see it on the internet. People acting strange, people doing strange things. Exes are becoming together. Uh, people are traveling with their side booze and stuff like that. And I'm happy for everybody, as long as everybody's happy and nobody's getting killed or anything like that, right? Yeah. Money is being made. Okay. So here's the thing. You know, I spend most of my time on Instagram and I get all the news <laughs> of the week and I post all my funny stuff, whatever. So first questions first, and then we'll jump into the, the, the topic of this okay. entire podcast and hit it off with a bang. Okay. If you're in a relationship with somebody, right? Yeah. And they're financially not doing great. Do you believe... It's your obligation to help financially if you're in a relationship with somebody. It can be a new relationship. It could be one that's just been there. Um, how do you feel about financially? Do you believe that her debt is your debt? Your debt is her debt type of thing? Um, I, no, I, it, it's, it, it's twofold. Like, if it's a new relationship, like, her debt can't be my debt. I mean, we haven't tested uh, the, the the times. We haven't gone through the valleys, swam through the oceans together. There's nothing that's been tested to say that this is going to be longevity. Um, so there's no real obligation there. Uh, but as a human who wants to see my people do better do i want uh to help yeah because uh, at the end of the day you know uh finances credit is what makes the world go round so i'd want to help her not necessarily financially by giving her money um but more along the lines of helping her to be able to get money for herself you know, help her create a side hustle, a business, something like that, a different revenue stream to help go along. I, I think it's uh, I, I actually you know what? It's kind of weird, but I don't think it's an obligation in the relationship, but I think it's an obligation for black people to help one another. If that sounds a little different, I because we just don't do it. We so I, I, I think in terms of the relationship, the obligation between the man and the woman, I don't necessarily, if it's new, believe that it's there, but obligation as black people to help one another, I think is. So if you want to say like, you know what, I'm kind of contradicting myself in a sense I am, but there's a bigger picture um, as to what I'm looking at. Uh, so I want all my people. I mean, I, I do that on a regular now, like, you know, yeah, I'm not in yeah. I'm not in a relationship with, with with people and I help them out. You know what I mean? And but I guess it depends on how you look at a relationship. You know, what I mean, friendship, whatever the case is. And 
I just want yeah, everybody. I remember everybody's yeah. different on what relationship really is, right? Yeah, I, I, so, I want, I want all of us to like. I, you know what? I was, I was talking to a friend the other day, and I, and, and I said to her, I said, you know what, man? One day, we're all gonna be sitting around a table, um, drinking our cognacs and our wines, depending on what we like, and we're gonna be laughing at the fact that it took us this long to get to a period of peace and financial freedom, but we made it, you know what I mean? Like, I want to get to that place where all the people that I know were good. That way finances is not what we're concentrating on. We're concentrating on the betterment of our people and the betterment of earth. You know what I mean? So, but there are some people, there are some people that feel like it's obligation. Uh, I, I've, I mean, we're in a lot of groups. And there are females out there who feel like it's the man's obligation to be paying their bills. Uh, and at the same breath, they're on IG and Facebook saying I'm independent. You know, hey, I don't know. I, I you know, I, <laughs> hey, whatever. You, you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm not going to be like you right or you wrong, but <sighs> oh, man. You're just a little different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. Okay, the bottom line, the, the bottom line is this: if anybody takes anything away, I think there's an obligation to our people to help each other out. So if you're in a relationship, okay, so if, if you're in a relationship, you, yeah. So the question for you: Are you doing it? Or are you not? No, I said I would do it. No, no, I said I would do okay, it. Okay, okay. But I, I don't think okay. in the relationship it's an obligation per se. Like it's my responsibility. Yeah, and you're it, you're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah, like I, I I feel like we should all I like I really want her to do better. You know what I mean? So, okay. and I would I would want the same for me. Like if you see me in a position where you can help me, yeah. help me out. You know what I mean? But a lot of times we look at it like uh, just give that person money. You know what I mean? Like that's helping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to do that. Right. We want to yeah. help them create a business mind where they have a revenue stream coming in so that even if uh, myself or, or she's not there anymore, we got that money coming in. We, we walked away doing something. What about you? Yeah. You, you feel like you're obligated? <laughs> I'm not, I don't, feel, I don't feel like I'm obligated. <laughs> Um, I'm not obligated to do absolutely anything in, in reality. Um, would I do it? Been there, done that? No. <laughs> I, I don't think I would, I would do it if I see, if, if I see that you're not trying yourself. Yeah. I won't do it because in my opinion, you can't keep feeding somebody in order for them to prosper. That's just me. I believe that you have to come with something as well for me to help you and actually see you, you know, prosper in different avenues. So with that being said, it's if I know that you're actually trying and you have ideas and you just need help to do whatever you need to do, then yes, I will help you. But if, yeah. if I know that I'm helping you and you have no resolution to whatever you want to do in the end to keep yourself from going to where you were just coming from, I'm not helping you because now you're just taking advantage of people and their kindness to fulfill your temporary needs. 
Does that yeah. make sense? No, it makes complete yeah. sense. I, I mean, because you know, they I've, were... I've seen a couple of people. I've been in that position before where my best friend, um, I was working hard. I was doing whatever I needed to do. But for some reason, I was always coming up short. I was yeah. always falling behind and I couldn't figure out why. And she knew that I was working my ass off. She knew I was trying to be the best independent mother that I possibly can. But for some reason, I was coming up short. I figured out why I was coming up short. She helped me and I've just been on a growth path ever since. Um, the reason why I asked this question is because nowadays, I feel like, especially women, a lot of women are very entitled. Um, they follow social media and they believe that you know, because they are a woman and because they're independent and they've been getting it all on their own, a man should provide for them every single thing. And I don't think that's right. Yeah, um, it's, it's not just women, man. It's, uh, uh, a couple of my boys keep sending me this this dude that's on social media. He's a light skinned brother with tattoos telling men that or women that if they're man is not buying them something the first of Friday or giving them money for their hair and the nails that he ain't doing nothing. And I'm like, why, why are we creating this uh, materialistic vibe? Yeah. Because everything now they're creating a materialistic value to something like the relationship yeah. doesn't hold any value anymore, unless you actually get something that is materialistic in it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it's, it's, Man, it's weird to me. I I don't get why we decided to turn that way. You know what I mean? Like, what? Why is a Birkin bag that important? Why is so a, important for everybody what, to have? Why is a Chanel that important? I, I I just I was just saying like two days ago. I know guys out there that walk around with their shirt tucked in their pants to show off their Gucci and Louis belts, and I'm like. Why? <laughs> you you gotta have but a shirt. Ask, but the thing is, yeah. And then if you ask them, or if you try to, you know, you follow them home or whatever as a woman, and you see where they live and what they drive, it's it's like okay. And I'm not saying materialistic things matter, but what I'm saying is that you spend so much time building yourself off of Louis Chanel, uh, Christian Dior, and then you have nothing for yourself. You know it. You know what I noticed out there? I, um, obviously, just because of what we're doing here, I talk to a lot of people just to get feedback on things. And and I noticed there's a lot of mothers out there that hold value to the fact that they say that they take care of their kids. My kids are in name brand everything. Like, they say this. You know, my kids wear everything name brand. And I'm looking around like, why is that a thing? Like, yeah, I, I'm glad that you have your child clothed and fed, and but why does name brand mean anything to you? And I think actually, because of that mentality, a lot of black owned businesses can't thrive because they're not because they're not a brand name, they're not a household name, and so people don't want to support them because people have never heard of these guys before. And I think we actually need to change that mentality. It's weird. Absolutely weird. So, I I needed to hear your opinion. Okay. Let's get into the favorite topic oh, that God. I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay, so I messaged Brother Silk, and I was yeah. like, we have to talk about this topic. 
um, well, we don't have to do anything, but I would like to talk about this topic. And right. I don't know why. It's very intriguing to me. I, I think I watched Red Table Talk with Jada Pickin and her family. And okay. they were talking about monogamy and um, poly relationships. And my mind, being my mind, started wandering in different directions. So I was like, hmm, we're in the middle of a pandemic and everything. Let's talk about celibacy. <laughs> and so I decided that I was going to ask the internet on their opinions about being celibate and the journey that they went through and how it changed things for them. And so I did that. Um, I spent a lot of time on social media doing all these questions and research and stuff like this for our podcast and speaking to different women that seems to be super nervous to come on the podcast themselves, and which is totally fine. And so I asked a couple of my ladies these questions, and I got some very interesting answers. And I don't know when we share this topic and talk about it, I would like to know if men or women will change their ways to certain things in life. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's give them, if they want to uh, contact us, they can contact us on IG at Talk to Me or um, Twitter, Talk Silky to Me, and our email, Talk Silky to Me. Uh, yeah, just hit us up with your, 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 your feedback. Or if you have any questions or concerns, uh, let us know. Uh, remember that the episode is brought to you by Order and Chaos Clothing. Recognize the order, www.recognizetheorder.com. And Robert Alexander Clothiers. Uh, hit him up on IG, uh, Robert Alexander Co. Um, or uh, you want to tell out- them what that one is about? Check out the website. That 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 they they gonna get the information soon enough, man. That's coming soon. Or check <laughs> or check out the website, uh, longlivethelegacy.com. You know what I mean? That's 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 coming to a uh, a home near you real soon, real soon, people, real soon. Uh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. This is an exciting time, man. People have no clue how hard I've been working. You know, I got. Yeah. I, not to get off the topic, I mean, I, I've been told people are like, yo, you're on vacation. I'm like, vacation? <laughs> you don't know my life. I, I, I don't even sleep. <laughs> I don't even I don't even sleep. Like, if you see my eyes right now, I'm in zombie mode. Uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Nat, Nat came on. She's like, oh, man, you look refreshed. I'm like, refreshed? Nigga, you blind. Uh, <laughs> I got shopping bags on top of shopping bags. I and you know it's bad because I got glasses and and contacts, and I've been wearing my glasses a lot because I can't even put contacts in my eyes. You're so tired, eh? Uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, let's not stray off topic. Okay, celibacy. Yeah. So I asked a question. I said, "Hey, everyone, um, let's speak about celibacy. Did you just stop caring for sex, or are you on a spiritual journey?" Um, I said that I was having a talk later and I would like your personal views or your opinions about the entire topic of celibacy. With that, altogether, I had 600 women from two different groups um, respond to that post. 
and a lot 600. of them, wow yeah. uh what 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 is uh what's the race black women um one primarily is dominant black yeah the other is a mixture of culture so it's white black um and hispanic Asian. oh okay yeah. cool and any hispanics yeah. in there yes there's hispanics in there too oh okay 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 so pertaining to yeah. black um, pertaining to black women what was the dominant response so a lot of black women um i have the comments right here pulled up um a lot of them are saying the same thing some are saying that both it's it's a it's a spiritual journey and the fact that some of them don't care for it um i had this one girl said she she doesn't care She's not doing celibate. She's not being celibate right now or going through celibacy right now, but she's thinking about it because she feels that nobody deserves her body just for a casual hookup and focusing on her and loving herself seems more um, better than to give somebody the opportunity just to use and dump her and go into a mental spiral. Um, some are saying both. They're going through um, an extreme selfish phase. And the choice of men keep appearing, but they don't deserve to even touch or speak. So until she's ready to manifest on um, what she's looking for in a husband, she will try to work on her inner self for her kids and obviously for the people around her. This one lady, which I found very interesting, and she got a huge amount of likes on her comment. She said she was celibate for nearly eight years until she got married. She had a lot of inner work to do, and she couldn't do it with uh, herself. She couldn't do it by herself um, because she was medicating herself through sex, and it became a coping mechanism for her. And she also, you know, dived back into religious uh, reasoning too by reading the Bible more, by praying more, by manifesting more, and she ended up getting a a husband that fits her and that's that so it's, it's almost like the same comments over and over um a lot of the women that i when i read the comments say the same thing it goes back to a lot of men just wanting casualty and casualty isn't fun because it's damaging their inner self and their mentality even more um a lot of women are saying that nowadays men don't have respect for women because they feel like they're obligated to get whatever they want and not give it back so they're the boss and they're the dominant one. So just because they're dominant, they get everything they want and forget about other women's feelings. Um, and it's funny because I've heard this in a particular group that we were in together before. And I, as a man, and I've, I've also gotten an opinion from a man too about celibacy. And as a man, what does celibacy mean to you? Have you ever gone through a period of your life being celibate? Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't. I, yeah, I, but I didn't. I mean, in a sense, it was a spiritual journey, but in a sense, it really wasn't. It was just out of frustration where I basically, which like now, you know, I'm in grind time. So I don't really necessarily have access to do you know, what I would like in terms of sexual activity. So, uh, but I, I, I've always told people this, I, you know, sex itself is spiritual. Transference of spirits, 
will commence no matter what you do. You know what I mean? So I wholeheartedly believe that women are emotional, spiritual creatures. So by them withholding what they hold dear to themselves, which is their body, they're on a journey, which is fine, which is great. Um, to each their own. If they find peace and solace in what they're doing with that, then I love to hear that. If there's growth mentally, spiritually, you know, um, from that, that's amazing. Um, I don't necessarily think it would be exactly the same for men. Um, but again, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not, uh, uh, a professional in this topic. I have heard though, that men have this thing where they withhold semen. It's like a spiritual thing. What? Yeah. Withhold ejaculating. I mean, because I, don't they get blue balls from that? You know, it, it's a process of, of the mind. You know what I mean? A, a lot of women, you know, they need to, they need to understand that when a man ejaculates, he's freeing himself. Um, so he himself from saying, you know what? I want to release. So it's a mental thought process. You know, if he doesn't want to mentally, he can withstand from ejaculating. So I guess in a sense, it is spiritual. It's a mind over matter type type of thing. Um, but look at my face. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, think about this, right? It, it's like, um, when, when you have sex with a man and he comes, uh, you see that the life force has been drained from him. You, you see that, you know, like after you guys engage in intercourse, it, exhausted, tired. exhausted, tired, because that's his life force being released. It really is because it's the blood rushing that's keeping, you know, the, the penis erect um, and the release yeah, yeah. and the release of the ejaculation is, is like the blood flowing back to the body and releasing. Um, yeah, yeah. That in itself could be deemed spiritual. But again, I believe that men and women are different in their approach with their bodies and their thought process. Men look. Yeah, so I had, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I had one of my guy friends answer the question. I posted it on our Instagram, mm -hmm. Talk Silky to Me. And I asked him, you know, I asked a question, have you ever tried being celibate? Why or why not? And he said, yes. And I asked why. And he told me that clearing him his mind, sorry, and shifting his mentality around sex was very important for him. Mm -hmm. So I know men have a period. Um, I can't speak for all men, but they have a period of when they're going through emotional turmoil or whatever the case may be, some of them go on uh, a rampant of having sex yeah. just with whomever, whatever, yeah. obviously with protection, whatever. Yeah. And um, after a while they crash. Yeah. And when I say they crash, it's, they just get tired of doing the same thing over and over. They realize that <clears throat> their mentality is not getting any better. Their emotional um, behavior is just declining. And he has, this, you know, negative attitude about certain things. Yeah. And I don't know for you, but I know a lot of my guy friends, they tell me that when they're dating or having sex with multiple partners, 
it becomes so overwhelming because women are starting to fall more for them based off, off of sex. And so just because they're basing their feelings off of the sex, it becomes so much for him because it's like, I have to do this for them. And I, they are expecting this and then I have to cut somebody off and you're messing with somebody's emotional standpoint and mentality. And so it just, you know, it becomes this more frustrating thing. And so I guess he went through that period of his time and it shifted his mindset about sex and who to have sex with and who to engage his time with. No, I, I, again, 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 people, I want y'all to understand something. I am not an expert. I am not a professional, but I am an expert on my thoughts and my feelings and my experiences. Um, I have engaged in numerous conversations for 43 years that I've been on this earth. And I recognize that the emotional well-being of a female um, tied to sex is stronger than the logical side of a male tied to sex. When a female has sex, um, from the feedback I have gotten, the numerous engaged conversations that I have come into, you know, females fall for males that they're engaging um, with um, when it comes to sex. Again, this is not for everybody. This doesn't pertain to every female nor would I ever say that. I'm not saying all females. I am saying the ones that I have spoken with and come in contact with. They tie that spiritual, emotional bond to sex. They get caught up with feelings and stuff like that when they engage in it. So when they become celibate, they have a clearer thought, clear process um, when they go through life. You know, uh, they stop seeing hearts per se, but when men, um, when men stop having sex, it's a logical process and not necessarily more of a spiritual process. They're just focusing on something other than, uh, using their smaller head, their bigger head is dominant. (laughs) <laughs> and the thought process is not necessarily spiritual, but it's taking them on a journey. You know what I mean? Um, I've had I've had female friends cry to me numerous times about the men that they have engaged in but sexually. How does, as a man, how does that make you feel? I mean, some women have to be accountable for their actions and giving it up to men that don't really give a shit. And that also makes it known that they don't care. Oh. But as a man, to to learn about how these other brothers are treating some women as if they're dogs, how do you feel about it as a man? No, I I hate. It. Keep in mind, I got daughters, right? So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I would hate for a man to treat my daughters like that. But here's the thing: I I, I I'm tired of, especially on social media in these groups that there are females out there dogging men. I I hate that because they're holding no accountability for themselves, right? And I I think celibacy for women 
creates mental maturity. Now that I think about it, if, I, if I'm truly honest with the female friends that I've had and I've seen their growth, celibacy creates a mental maturity uh, because they have to process what they've gone through. And so they walk out of it from my friends, the ones that I've come through with a higher understanding of who they are, why they are the way that they are and what they should be doing. Um, men desire sex for that release. They don't desire sex uh, for that emotional connection like females do. And this is not all men because some men are different. Um, some men like the companionship that a female creates um, and not necessarily based off of the sex because a lot of men like the, um, they like to be more dominant. So that's not necessarily creating a emotional bond. That's just creating their dominance in the relationship. Um, but women, when they're, when, when they go through, um, a bout of celibacy, they look at everything that they've been through. They recognize the reactions of their male counterparts. They recognize their own emotional ties that they had during that process, you know, and they look at things from outside of the circle. So I, I, so I guess, you know what, now that, now clear thought, celibacy allows you to see things outside of the circle that you would not see if you were engaged in it. So it's an outside circle mentality is what we should all hope to achieve. But, but yeah, no, back, back to like, you know, there's a lot of females out there that have this hatred for men, like they, which is weird to me. You hate them, but yet you're trying to go off. I don't like, think it's hate. Oh, they hate. Like they, they, it's, it's, it, 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 it is absolutely such a strong emotion and word. Oh, I know. And that's why I could say that absolute hate, disdain and disgust that they have for these males that they speak of. And it's weird. And not to say, and I'm not, I'm not letting guys off the hook at all because there are some huge ignoramus men out there that <laughs> hate on that women. so long. That, that that hate on women because they are not mature enough to recognize their own wrongs in the situations that they have created. I think men, men some men are very cocky and arrogant. I, I, I agree. Yeah, when they know that they're good looking and because apparently this world is just full of people that just care about physical attributes and traits more than anything else. And so when you're good looking... You become this like arrogant asshead <laughs> and you forget that people have emotional ties and things, you know what I mean? And so a lot of the women, they're dating what they said that they wouldn't date. And that's just because they want a temporary fix or release of some sort, making themselves or making 
or having someone make them feel good in the moment. So they're relying on other men or other people to give them that happiness that they've been missing or longing for. And one thing that I've realized then, and I've become very comfortable with who I am, and I tell men that have approached me on social media, especially, or just in general, um, I've realized that if you don't take the time to step back and just have a moment for yourself where you just concentrate on what you want to do, concentrate on your life, concentrate on your happiness and self-love, you will dive into accepting anything from everyone. Mm. And I've seen a lot of women too where they're dating men that they say they don't want to date again because whatever you put out there is what you will attract. So. I, you know, people say that. I, I don't. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I, because there are people out there that are extremely kind-hearted, loyal, great individuals that get garbage representation of significant others. So I don't necessarily think that what you put out there is what you receive all the time. I think that could happen. I just think um, the purpose of people being celibate, um, whether they want to call it a spiritual journey or an intellectual one um, to reset themselves, I think whether celibacy is a day, a month, a year, however long, I think everybody needs to create a space and time for themselves to create a checklist of who they are so that they can get back to where they should be. And I think when women go and they become celibate, they have that checklist where they're able to check off things now that they should have accomplished when they were engaged in sexual activities. Um, because at that point in time, their their focus is not on somebody else. Let me ask you a question. Uh, and I, yeah. Do you think um, in your younger years, like in your teens, like 17, 18, 19, do you think when you first yeah. started having sex at that, I don't know if you first started having sex at that age, but um, the younger yeah. you are having sex, it creates more of a mental um, failness for you growing up. Do you think that whomever, when you started having sex at that age, it basically diminished um, your mental thought about or the value of other women and just what sex means? No, I, I think, again, everything is a learned behavior. I think if I was taught the responsibilities of what sex was and not just biblically, um, but more of a spiritual mental aspect of what it is, the transference, uh, the transference of spirits, the understanding of a woman's emotional ties to what they were doing. I think I wouldn't have been so reckless in what I was doing. Um, when men, when, when boys start getting, uh, sexually aroused and getting their puberty and nobody truly sits down and talks to them 
about what is going to happen during that transition. Young boys just have sex just to have sex because there's a buildup that they have and they need that release. They don't understand the ties that they would hold to the person that they're having sex with. We're not taught that. Sex education in schools doesn't teach us that. It just teaches us about the parts. It doesn't teach us about the mentality and the spirituality of it. People who journey to be celibate understand that the physical act of sex is not the problem. It's our mental understanding of why we're having sex is the issue. And when we become celibate, we reset who we are, create that checklist to truly understand what we were doing and why we were doing it. Would you Some women out there, men? I don't rem- recommend anything to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am not I, I am not I am not a doctor what I do recommend is whether you're celibate or not take the time to evaluate who you are we 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 always go through a process of judging others and then when we try to judge ourselves we don't judge ourselves based off of the outside circle we judge ourselves based off of the situation that we're in. And we really got to look at things from the outside perspective. It's like when you're in a relationship and you go to counseling, a counselor, um, a therapist is able to give you advice based off of a outside perspective, not involved in what you're doing. You know what I mean? And I think we need to create that checklist and reset who we are based off of that thought process. A lot of women can't do that when they're having sex. A lot of men can't either. So is celibacy a good thing, which is this topic? Yes. Is it a bad thing? Maybe. Should we do it? That's on you. Well, okay, so speaking of bad thing of celibacy, I've actually had um, somebody say it was the worst decision she made in her life. (laughs) Okay, all right. I I said, I asked her, I said, why? And she basically said she became this woman where she felt like she didn't need any man. You don't need a man. Um, She walked around with this, I don't need a man. Men are just whatever. It's not an option. And in my opinion, everybody needs an, a, like, we are made on this earth to be a wife or to be a companion for a man. And there's a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of time, you know, women, I don't need this. I don't need that. And I just don't see, I mean, kudos to some a women that do this, but like, I just can't see myself getting old and not having a companion you don't have to get married to that person but she was like it ruined it gave her this mentality of i don't want or need a man and so whenever any man would even the good ones would try to approach her she has this guard off that was like you know i don't need you and 
I don't want you. And so it became like this thing of she has a fear of getting older and not being with anybody. So I'm like, girl. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, people don't really create that checklist from an outside perspective. They're continually inside the circle in their feelings, thinking about things when they shouldn't be. They should be objective in their thought process of how they want to evaluate themselves and what they feel their life should be. I I, I just, that's why I was saying I, I can't recommend celibacy to people because I'm not a professional. I, I just don't think people realistically take time to understand who they are and why they are the way that they are. I, I just, I, I truly believe it. Like just information that I've gotten facts that I've heard from people, conversations that we've had, mm-hmm. it's mind boggling. Like, I'm like, how is your thought process like that? Like who hurt you that bad, so bad. that you decided not to use common sense uh, in your thought process? You're yeah. just one-sided with it, you know? Um, but... Just like our anatomy, men and women are different. So the purpose of celibacy for men and women would it's be two different. different things. Yeah, yeah, it it it, w- it would be different. Um, again, this is not a cardinal rule that applies to everybody. It's not a blanket statement. Nothing is one hundred percent for everybody, because we're humans and we act differently. Um, our interactions with people are different. Our upbringing is different. Um, Our mental maturity is different. So that evaluation that we do is different. Our grade levels are different. Our learning curves are different. Um, I know females that um, went into celibacy because they felt that they were giving too much of themselves in relationships. I understand that. And that's and that's why it didn't work out. But I've had numerous um, females come to me and say, you know what I realized through this journey that I went through? It's not that I gave too much of myself. It's that I didn't give myself enough time to understand what I was in. Not just looking forward, uh, looking for or wanted, but I just didn't give myself enough time to understand the relationship that I was in. Because men, <laughs> sorry, gents, you know, a lot of men are simpletons. They don't require a lot. They really don't. And I think they're simpletons. They really, honestly- it, they, they're, they're, they're 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 um they're juvenile in their thought process or just juvenile in their needs. Feed me, clothe me, listen to me every blue moon, praise me, and they're good. I know. I see. I see your. I see your look. <laughs> no, I I see your look of confusion. No, no, but I'm not. I'm. Think about it. It's it's not it's not a, con- a look of confusion. It's a it's a look of like disappointment. 
and it's a look of like what the heck because what what why 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 is that like what the heck when I said praising? Because I think and I, I think I've said this before, I think a lot of men walk around with this idea that women because they're men and because they have, you know, sexual appeal and they have a penis. That's just it. They have a penis. Women are gonna walk around and praise them and bow down to them because physically they're either good looking and they have all the attributes physically that women may like versus mentally and emotionally and also spiritually. And okay, time out. Before, time out before you finish. This is the thought process that I was trying to get it. Okay. Oh, okay. When you hear the word praise, you look you, you look at it as a negative thought. Men don't look for praise to say that they're gods. Men are looking for praise to say you're doing a good job, baby. But that's not that. Here's a difference. Praise. It is. It is because here's the thing: when you're a kid in kindergarten or growing up, whatever the case is, and let's just say you remember those times when you would tie your shoelace, and your mother or father would be like, yeah, "Good for you. That's good." Yeah. And the smile. You see that smile yeah, right you, there? You, know, you, you see how? <laughs> you start. You see. You see how good that is. And guess what? You're going to maintain tying your shoelaces just like that because you understand that that was a good thing that you've done. Too many times we are in relationships where women do not give their men enough praise. They don't. And as bad as this sounds, men, it's not like men should not praise their women or hold their women up high. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is especially talking to a lot of my female friends, they did not give their men enough praise for their men to recognize that in their women's eyes that they were a good man. There is so many, many single women out there with negative thoughts through social media and everywhere else. And, and a lot of times, if you think about this, when you're in a group of female friends, not that many are in relationships or if they are, they're in bad ones. And they're spewing negativity, which carries over into your relationship. And now your man, who's a good man, who may not be doing everything that the next man is doing because he's just not at that stage or just cannot do it at that time, is looked upon badly. And that changes the dynamics of what the relationship is. So it's really simple. Men aren't looking to, to, to look like they're the shit. They want to look like they are something to you, which you hold near and dear. But the, the thing that there, I, there's a huge difference. Yeah, no. And I, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think the thing why I'm like, okay, because when you use the word praise, I'm thinking of like, mm -hmm. you know, like that whole, you are king, you are. And, but, and but, me, but that's the, but to me, that's, that's no. not, I wouldn't say it's praise. What I, I, the word is throwing me off, but <laughs> like right, but that's the that's the problem. People people see and hear things to respond. They don't see and hear things to understand what it really is. So, I, and I'll give you this. I, I'll give you this for instance. I I said to people um, that going on coffee is a great first date. The first thing people associate with coffee is Tim Hortons. Y'all, y'all already know that's my shit. Like, I, I love me a good coffee. Yeah, but here, yep. 
Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, which is weird. Coffee is not Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons makes coffee. <laughs> but that's not the only establishment that you can get coffee at. They have cafes. But but you get what I'm saying? It's word association. It's how you associate that word. Praise is not meant for you to bow down to the individual. It, it, this is the problem that religion has created. We have praised our gods, so we look like we got to bow down. That's the problem. That's the problem. But that's not it. For men and women, we need to praise one another so that they understand that what they have done is they have created a great path for the journey that they're going on. Yeah. And that's what celibacy created. That's what celibacy did for a lot of my, my female friends. They they came back to me and said, you know what, King? Listen, man, I want to talk to you about something. And this is the feedback that they that they got. And 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 it's not just the fact that um that they looked at things like they didn't give enough praise. It's just that their evaluation of their own behavior changed when they created that celibacy checklist. Yeah. Be because they saw things differently. But and again, it females also matures women of what they are looking for. Like you said earlier. Yeah. Of of course what you're looking for, but keep in mind it also changes uh your 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 thought process yeah. in what you're looking for f with the person that you're with, with yeah. because what you necessarily look for is not necessarily what you need with the person that you're with at this point, because everybody's needs change because there's different dynamics between the two, right? So to be, to be in a happy, healthy relationship, some people need money. Some people need love. Some people need understanding. Some people just need a little push. Some people need to be led. Some people just want to follow. You get what I'm saying? So there's different aspects of it. So with, with celibacy, actually, that's a good, uh, good header. Celibacy checklist. This is what we need to create. Celibacy checklist keeps us in check of real expectations, real obligations, mm -hmm. real real thoughts as to what should happen. Yeah. We need, we need to get off and we need to humble ourselves when men and women say, Oh, I'm not praising this girl. She thinks she's too nice. She's too. Why, why is that a problem thinking that a person is a good person? Why is it a problem because thinking you know, highly of somebody? Yeah. Because I noticed this nowadays. It's that uh, again, we've, we've said this multiple times. Toxic behavior is in right now. People are mm -hmm. gravitated towards toxic mentality and toxic behavior. And it's not even, I shouldn't mm -hmm. say gravitated, but that's all they know. You know, you grow up in a mm -hmm. toxic household between your parents who probably fight every day. And then you basically take mm -hmm. that with you and you bring it into your personal life with your next relationship. You have children and it goes out, it, it starts going on in this like domino effect toxic behaviors in and if people I, I think we we touched on this before and you even said it um if you can't be a change in your domino effect it's just going to keep happening over and over and over and over again 
Um, yeah. Right now, especially on social media and in this, in my generation, I'm going to say my generations because I'm in my mid twenties. It's what's in. People think yeah. it's, it's liberating to have a nasty attitude towards the world. People think it's liberating to be in a relationship where you and your partner fight and bust each other ass and post it on social media. And then you hear, yeah, this nigga ain't this. And that girl ain't, yeah. People think that's cute. People think that that's the energy that you should be in or you should want. And I think it's the most stupidest thing ever because when you get older, and I always say this, especially with work, when you get older, do you not believe that those kids that you're having are suffering? When you get older, do you not believe that your mental state has suffered enough? When you get older, do you really, and you look at things differently, do you really appreciate what you mentally put yourself through and that other person through instead of actually just walking away and building a more formal uh loving relationship that you would want your black children to see i don't get it i don't think people think about their future and what they want but they're thinking of just the present and how you know liberating it is to be in a toxic culture i don't get it i i you're right i i think your eyes like bulge we have transitioned No, you're, we have transitioned into a, unless somebody can see it, it doesn't exist culture. Yeah, for sure. Um, unless somebody could see me working, they don't think I'm working. Unless somebody could see me physically in a relationship, they don't think I'm in a relationship. Unless somebody physically sees some sort of gift or idea, they don't feel that they're being loved. And we need to get away from that now. We 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 need we we need to humble who we are and how we approach things in life. And maybe celibacy creates that humbleness that you need. Maybe that that celibacy checklist will show you the humility that you need to possess to be in a progressive relationship. Yeah. Too many times we get into a relationship where it's regressive. We start going backwards. You know, a lot of women, they're like, oh, he whined and died me in the beginning. Now he's not doing anything now. Well, you don't necessarily need to be whined and dying all the time. What is trans- what is happening in your life? Why he's not able to wine and dine you? Men, she used to dress sexy all the time, and now she's just looking sloppy. Well, wh- why is she dressing the way that she's dressing? What is happening? Instead of us sitting down and communicating, everybody runs to the like intelligent individuals. One, we run to the internet. Two, we run to other toxic individuals that have no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Three, we run to people when we're in our feelings that would co-sign our feelings. Yeah, girl. Yeah, man. No, you're right. No, no, no. Too many times, too many times when we tell our friends, no, you're not right, they cut us off. Yeah. 
because they don't want to hear that. Yeah. They're like, you negative. I don't need that negativity in my yeah. life. That's not and negativity. The whole time they are the... <laughs> that, yeah, that's, 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 that's not negativity. That That's positive thought process yeah. to let you know that positively you're not right in this situation. Yeah. But to get on a positive path, let's look at what we need to do. So this topic of celibacy, I really didn't want to get into. I I hate the topic. I I, I hate because most people that are celibate. No, but I'm just saying most people that are celibate are females. And I have recognized, especially during this time of COVID, people are trapped (laughs) and haven't been able to do a lot of things. They have come up with some real real toxic behavior because they're following IG. They're upset that they're not allowed to get what they see on there. They're upset that their man is not doing. Let me tell you something. If you wanted it, you would get it. Okay. Let's be real. If you, if you wanted it, nothing will stop you from getting it. And I hate that. No, COVID has put a damper. No, if you damn near wanted it, you could be going out there and get it. That COVID has nothing to do with it. I, for me, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I have elevated within the last two years of COVID and it has been the best year I've ever had, especially being in Canada. So, and that's simply because I shift my focus. I'm, I, I said this before on this podcast that I'm, I'm one of these hopeless romantic women, like. I love love and it's something that I wish to have in the future whenever the time is right. And I'm never going to have that idea that love is a beautiful thing. I'm never going to run away from love. I'm never going to tell people that love is negative and you should No, I'm not one of those persons. Even with things that has happened, I'm never going to have that mentality that love is just negative. What happened is (laughs) I have realized that I was shifting my energy are putting too much stress on myself into finding that perfect person or having that perfect relationship because I have a child and I don't want my child growing up in that household where it's just one parent. And there's nothing wrong with being a single parent or a single woman who's a parent. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that the idea of having a family is very important to me. But I've also learned that things will happen in due time. So me being impatient and rushing things will never, you know, be good for me because whatever is rushed never ends well. So I take that energy and I focused on what I needed to focus on and it has brought me a long ass way. And I'm good. I'm grateful for that. So if you're out there and you're trying to push yourself and you really want a man and blah, blah, blah. Refocus your energy. Put it in something that you want to do. Start a business. Start something. Blog. Vlog on YouTube. Start a podcast. Start a clothing business. Do whatever you personally want to do first before you put your energy into finding that person. Yeah, I I think, again, people, um, you know, celibacy, however way you want to do it, the one thing that you should do is create a checklist. Um, and, and, and check off your behavior, what you expect of other people's behaviors, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and check off your thoughts and your ideas and just go through and really evaluate 
who you are and how you've been and how you've reacted and why you reacted. You, you get what I mean? Like, and look at it from an outside perspective. You know, sometimes because we're so full of pride, we really don't want to admit that we're wrong yeah. or have been wrong. And a lot of things that we've done and we don't want to take that responsibility and we want to create this negative toxic behavior um, stating that somebody else did this and that when realistically uh, you participated in it. Uh, you, you you were a contributing factor <laughs> in a lot of what happened. Um, but I, I, I will say this and and. I want to end off what I was saying like this. I, I just want to say that um, black women, um, from what I gathered, have said that they don't feel that black men appreciate who they are and don't appreciate them. Damn. I want y'all to understand. I was going to say next I, I, I want y'all to... I want, I want y'all to understand this. Black men appreciate black women because black men came from a black woman. Just because he doesn't show his appreciation to you or give you that respect does not mean he does not appreciate black women. Maybe there is something about what you were in that created that sense of not being appreciated or created that distant feeling or created that negativity. Black men, we need to understand that black women are precious. They create life. They are the mothers of creation. And we appreciate that. But it doesn't give y'all the right, men and women, to look down or be negative or toxic to anybody mm -hmm. because it doesn't help. It's a revolving door of negativity. And the faster the momentum of negativity spins around is the more it piles up. And I want you to understand something. Have you ever seen a spool of wool? It started off as something very small. And I want you to understand something. Your life, your emotions, the way that you create things is like that spool of wool. The more negativity that you put on there, the larger it becomes. And then all of a sudden, you cannot see the beginning stages of it. By then, it's too late. And your pride gets the best of you. And you decide, I've had enough, and I just leave. Instead of you taking the same time that you took to create that negativity, to create a positive environment, to help unwind that wool. I don't get why we just don't do that. Women and men, if we don't understand the concept of time heals everything, then we're a lost nation. Yeah. It takes up to nine months for a, ch for a woman to give birth. That means nothing happens overnight. Yeah. So everything that we do is going to need time. Create that celibacy checklist. Uh, that's, that's what I say. Yeah.
Very interesting topic. Um, I think next week <laughs> I came up with this idea. I don't know if this is a great topic for next week, but I'm interested in talking about it. High-valued men versus high-valued women. Woo! Oh, God. Yeah, no? Yeah, we could talk about it. We, we, we could talk about that. I don't believe in it, but we could talk about it. Yeah, so next week, people, high-valued men versus high-valued women. Should they be dating lower-valued? Is that even a thing? Lower-valued? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Ah, okay. Guess what? This is see. This is season two. This is season two. This is what we doing here. Oh, and talk Stooky to me. <laughs> uh, Nat, let me tell you something. I want you to start off this day knowing that you're appreciated. You are beautiful, and I want you to continue being the best version of who you are. Continue being a leader in this world. Black women are the mothers and the leaders of creation. I love my co-host, you and guys. I you, and I want you to continue to spread that joy to others. Aww. Women, what I, what I said to Nat applies to you. Please believe yeah. that positive thoughts, positive reinforcements is always better than negativity. You know, what, you know what's funny? This man always sits and give and dishes out the compliments to me, but forgets himself. Can we just give a round of applause to this man that believes in his community, believes in himself, and also does everything that he can to make sure that this community is know that they are appreciated, that he is doing everything he can to uplift the young children that are coming up out there in ATL and we need to recognize him just like his, you know, his brand says, recognize the order, recognize you. You are doing excellent out there. And I'm very proud of you. And I am so glad that you are my partner for this business. So. I, 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 I appreciate that. Humbly. I will definitely say that there is a lot more that we got to do. I will be in Toronto for the summer. So we're gonna do some some what? some yeah, on air. My partner's coming home. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna be there in like I'm gonna be there in like two weeks. So this thing just popped up out of nowhere. So, yeah, I'm gonna be there in two weeks. Sorry you didn't tell uh, me a month ago. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I know. So but yeah, no, we we're gonna do this. Listen, uh uh listen, Silky Silky thought of the day. And like that. How about that? All right. Yeah, so my silky thought of the day, uh, silky thought of the day, everything that I've said, please keep in mind, uh, you can take that as a grain of salt or a grain of sugar if you want it sweet or salty, however you want to take that. Um, but let's look at life as something that is unknown and can be created. When you leave your your house, your room, uh, your car, think of it as a opportunity to create what needs to be done for yourself, for this world, for your children. Mm -hmm. If we no longer look at things as, 
as as negative resistant behavior and start doing things as positive reinforcements things will go so much better in life toxic enemy is about smooth talk but real talk yeah toxic enemy is about reinforcing the positivities of our creativity of our community and i want to say to the kings and queens, my melanin brothers and sisters, my Caribbean children, my African ancestors, you are appreciated, you are loved. We need you for this world. Talk to me, we out.